What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. On today's show, we talk to Damian Blackman. Damian is a dump truck, excavation, and aggregate entrepreneur who's literally getting it from the mud. Now don't be blinded by the flash, this brother is deep. It's almost suited that he works daily with the dirt because that's where you'll find the diamond. A forward thinker, you hear about Damian's plans for trucking domination. Damien talks about his past, serving some time in prison, which helped shape him into the man that he is today. Damien then schools us on the excavation game and lets us know that if you're not in it, you're really missing out. Then, Damien talks about the importance of ownership and having the right mindset. So put your ears on and remember, if you smell something burning, that's only your desire. Cue the intro. Turn my mic up. Take there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, on the road to the riches Life takes a toll like bridges Good friends become foes to snitches Better watch who knows in your business Street hustler turned businessman He is the owner of Jada Inc. Yes. Okay, it's, now it's Jada, it's, I see it's J-A-D-A. Is that an acronym for something? Yes, that's for my kids and their mother. So um, Jada stands for Jada. Anthony, Dre, and Alyssa. So Jada's my baby girl. Anthony's my son. Dre's my other son. He's the oldest. And then Alyssa, that's their mother. Oh, that's beautiful, man. I like that. All right. They so- argue a lot, though, because um, Jada will say, well, it's my name. Right, right, right. Be like, well, it means all of our names. It means all of our names. <laughs> but, you know, she's the baby girl. So, you know, she, exactly. she gets that. You know, that the boys got to exactly. let her have that. All right. right. So, so you, you uh, live in Toronto right now, right? Yep. But you're not I'm from Toronto. Toronto. Right. No, I was born in Barbados. Born in Barbados, and and you're right. I do owe you a congratulations. Right, Toronto just won the chip. You know, yeah. Do you, do you think Kawhi is staying or what, man? What you think? He better stay if he knows he's good. For him. <laughs> you're right. He bet. I mean, the NBA is about to get real dicey, man. You know, with right. the new draft picks, Zion and and and, and exactly. everything came in. So it's gonna be interesting next year. I, I can't wait to see that. So yeah, yeah. T.O. is on the mat. So now y'all got the the chip. And y'all got Drake, man. What else? What else y'all got? And you got you Jay, got Jay the, the Truck and Empire. Empire. <laughs> ah. There we go. That's the holy trinity of T.O. Exactly. We got exactly. we got the Raptors and Jay the Truck and Empire. All right, perfect. Right. So uh, Damien is a dump truck entrepreneur. Is, is that correct? That's correct. You, you own a dump truck. So you're literally getting it from the mud, man. You know, you're, you're getting it from literally. the mud. You're, 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 you're turning dirt in, 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 into, into diamonds, right? Right. Right. All right, cool, cool, cool. And that's in Toronto. So I like yeah. to say that Damien is an innovator, right? He is a motivator and he is an all-around hustler, right? So I'd like to welcome you to the show. Welcome to Truck and Hustle. I definitely want to thank you so much for joining me. Um, you know, this has been a dream of mine for a while. It's been something that I've been sitting on and procrastinating on for about a year's time. You right. know, I started with yeah. the IG, kind of getting things started. You know, I really wanted to get into it this summer and and, and start, you know, providing some value for, for okay. the listeners. All right. So if, if you could just tell us a little bit about what you do about your business, um, about the dump trucks, just, just give us an idea of what you do. So we, I'm into excavation and, um, excavation and like gravel or aggregates, right? So there's a lot of building and a lot of, a uh, lot of, a lot of, uh, homes and buildings being built in, um, the Toronto area and the, and the surrounding area. Right, so what okay. we do, we just go in and just we activate the dirt, move from here to there, simple as that. Get paid for it, right? Okay. Um, yeah, because right now is a great time also to be in the dump truck industry. I believe because it's a boom in building. I believe there's a boom in building everywhere with this new, this new generation, new technology. New homes are going up everywhere. So that that means to me there's opportunity available. So we just jump in and we just we hit the we hit the ground rolling. So do you do more so residential property or commercial or a little We do commercial. Like, it's, it's more commercial. commercial. Yeah. Okay. It's more commercial. Yeah. And 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 what made you get into this this, this business? Like where where did that come from? I mean, you know, dump trucks. How how'd you think about it? Well, 
How'd it come up? I love dump. I love trucking. Period. So when I I got my I've been licensed for 16 years now. So when I first got licensed, I I jumped into the track and trailer game. So I was running all up and down the states, all up and down Canada, and after about maybe about nine, ten years, I started to get bored of it, and I got I was incarcerated after a while. I I was I got arrested in 2015. So okay. I spent two, two, two and a half, came home June, June, 2016. I'm like, well, I don't want to waste any more time away from my children. I already took two years, two and a half years out of their, their my, I took myself out of their life two and a half years. Okay. Um, doing semi-tractor work would have kept me on the road again for me to build that bank up. So I said, well, what can I do? I've drove dump truck a couple of times. I'm like, it's local. Let me get into the dump truck game. Okay. So I worked for, I worked for a friend when I first came home to get my license and my, and my money up. And then I just. I just jumped in it. I realized it was local. I, I saw I saw the opportunity with it being because when I was away before I went away, there wasn't a boom in um in construction like there was when I came home. Okay. And I'm like, I'm looking around I'm like there's lots of work around here. Right, right, right. I can stay local. I can make just as much and still have the freedom to have a life and a lifestyle. So I'm like, hmm. Light bulb went off and I just <laughs> I just said, let me go ahead and uh and stick with this um this dump truck thing, and I love it. Got you. So what, give me an idea of your typical day. I mean, you get up early in the morning. How, how, how does yep. the schedule usually work? So my personal day is I'm up around 4 or 5 a.m., maybe around 4.30, and uh, I'll stretch, I'll meditate, I'll pray, I'll listen to a motivational speech, or like um, I, I, listen, I listen to in the morning like T.D. Jakes, um, Jim Rohn, um, Les Brown or um, Dr. Miles Monroe. Right? Okay. So those are okay. the guys I kind of bounce back and forth with while I'm stretching and praying. Okay. Then I'll I'll head to the gym. So I get to the gym. I do about a half hour, an hour workout, I lift some weights, some cardio. Then I get to the truck around six six a.m. Start the truck up, and I'm on the job site. If I'm doing gravel, I'm on the job site as early as six thirty, six fifteen, some jobs. And if I'm doing excavation, I get on there about seven a.m. And okay. I try to get at least a 10-hour day because that's where the money is. So at least a 10-hour day, come home, um, clean up, and then I might hit the gym again. These days, I'm trying to get two days because uh, summertime. I'm a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> Got to get the summer body right. Got to get the summer body right. Right. Then I, uh, I'm either I either if I get home early enough, I'll go pick my daughter up, pick the kids up from school, and yeah, that's that. Just um, do business. So, so I noticed that you talked about your, your basically your morning routine, right? Like, right. and that's something that you do consistently on a daily basis. Is that, is that, has that always been a practice that you've had, or is that something that you've implemented throughout the years? I've implemented that during the years, my morning routine like that. I've always gotten up and prayed, but as far as the stretching and getting your mind right, I just implemented, I started that while incarcerated, actually. Okay. Right? Okay. Because when I first went into jail, I was like, well, I thought I was getting bail, right? <laughs> um, for, the, for the people who I um, who may not know my story, I was incarcerated for um, for firearms and and drugs. Okay. Right? So when I went in, I'm like, man, I'm go home soon, get back to the block, whatever, whatever. Right. That wasn't happening. So right. when I once I found out I wasn't getting bail, I just started to look at my life. I'm like, okay, well, I'm here for a minute. I have to adapt. So I just went into jail mode, and that's when I started to read even more books. I started to work out. I, I had I read books on meditation, um, the laws of attraction, the power of your mind and your thoughts, stuff like that. And for that was actually a blessing in disguise because for two years, I had nothing to do but read and work on myself. Right. Right. And and in that time, and many of the books that I've read, like uh, like as a man think if um, books like that, it talks about your thoughts and how your thoughts your thoughts create your world around you create your destiny so many times and many people are out there trying to change um external um situations to better themselves not realizing it's all internal it's your thoughts mm. it's your mind it's your mindset so i started mm. to learn that and after a while it became it became a habit because i got two years i got nothing what else am i going to do i can right. let other guys just um uh, uh do nothing watch tv play cards all day smoke all day i did none of that i just worked out worked on my mind worked on my body and just became a better person while i was doing that though i was planning this trucking business from inside um inside of the jail okay so all of this was planned because i'm like okay like i said 
I, after maybe like four or five months, I realized it was a blessing in disguise. I realized God actually placed me here. He's gotcha. like, well, I was on, I was on the streets running around crazy a while. He wasn't getting my attention there. He sat me down for a minute, got my attention now, right? Right, so right, right. I, and that's where, that's where that routine started to um, unfold and manifest in itself. And I just stuck with it because I realized, I realized the benefits even inside there. I, I, they always just say like, yo, you, 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 we, we can't break you. Why are you always so happy? Why are you this and that? You're so articulate. What are you in here for, fraud? I'm like, nah, I've been there for guns and running crazy. <laughs> right, right, right. You know I mean? they, right. They couldn't believe it because I always figured that I'm not going to let my circumstances and my situations define me because I truly believe that I'm a king. I truly believe that I have power. So no matter where I am or what I do, I'm always going to carry that, that pride and that character with me. So if I'm sitting in jail, I'm still a king. I'm just a king behind bars. There you I'm go. I'm still powerful behind bars. Amen. Right? Amen. So I, I came home with that and I just, I just, uh, I just kept working on that. And that's, that came about, that's how it came about. So where, where, where do you feel you got that, that, that mindset from to, 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 to know that, you, you know, you're, you're, you're a king and, and know that you have that serenity. Like where, where'd that come from? I would say, I would, I would like to say my family, they have that, um, that aura and energy about them. Okay. I also kept that for myself. I cultivated that running around in the streets because mm -hmm. looking up to the older guys or watching the television or going to wealthy neighborhoods, I always felt like, yo, I'm, yeah, I could do this. Right. I'm, it's true. Right, right, right. So I've always had that confidence no matter what. I've always had, I've always been a confident child. So I can remember like doing, doing plays at the church or, or, or playing basketball. I, I was never afraid to be that guy. Got you. Spotlight or anything like that. So I, I, I think it was probably just innate. It's, you know, it, 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 it was in the spirit from, from day right. one. That's, that's right. a beautiful thing. All right. So, so you said w w while you were down, you, you, you planned this whole thing out, right? You knew yes. exactly what you were going to do. So, I mean, how did you come up with these plans? How did you know how much money you would need to get started? Like how, how much would the truck cost you? Like where did you get all that information from? Did you do research? Yes, I did research. So now okay. here's the thing. So. Like I talk about, I speak about energy and, and the laws of attraction and getting favored. We weren't allowed um, magazines. We weren't allowed the internet. We weren't allowed nothing. So I was in county jail for a minute for about 15 months. And when I got, um, I went to my corrections unit, then we were, we were able to have, um, a, there was school up there, right? And one of the classes was um, computer coding and programming. Okay. So I took that. Okay. So my, my teacher, our teacher in there, he was super cool. So. Like, I mean, super cool. Shout out to Mr. B. Don't want to get you choked. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. B. And Mr. B. Mr. B. And we would, we would converse with him, and I, I would tell him my, my goals and, and uh, my aspirations, tell him my past and all that. And I told him what I wanted to do. And he would just bring the books in. He would bring magazines in. He would print, um, he would print the prices of trucks, certain dump trucks, all the specs. He, would do, he did all the, all the research for us, wow. for me. Wow. And he brought all that stuff in and I was able to plan. He taught me about a business plan. He taught me about, he brought all that stuff in. Wow. Went to work that, that's amazing. That's yeah. a blessing. So, so when, when you finally touched down, um, what's the first thing you did to get, to get started in this business? What do you have to do? Cause I know it's a lot that goes into starting a business. I mean, from actual formation, you know, getting right. LLC, so exactly. forth and so on. Purchase. That was the first thing. Okay. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, so what'd you do? So I registered, I had to register my company. Okay. Um, so I got my corporation. I, I registered that. Then, um, well, first I met with a, um, an accountant. So I went with an accountant. Um, I laid out my plans for them. And then they told me where I was going wrong, where I needed to go. They were there. That's my foundation, my structure. They were there to help me. And then they just went and got a, we got a, um, my company registered, opened it up, got my bank account, no, my business bank account because you need a business bank account because these companies aren't going to pay you they're going to pay your corporation right right so i got my corporation up um after that i went i secured some financing i saved up some money and i went to the leasing company i went to a truck leasing company they sell dump trucks and they sell um semis i went i looked at some trucks um looked at some dump trucks got some ideas and I found one that I really liked and it was for a great price. It was one of the cheapest on the lot and it had a great motor 
Okay. Great. It was like it was like amazing. It was it was twenty five thousand dollars cheaper than the the average trucks that are on there. Okay. That's it. I want that. <laughs> and what's the average price you're gonna pay for a truck? The dump truck. To, about a hundred thousand. About a hundred thousand. Yeah. So you were able to secure that for around seventy five. Yes. Wow. Seventy five eighty thousand. Seventy five eighty. Okay. So so now you have your truck. What do you do next? <laughs> I call up the um the dispatch. Okay. Because when I was working with a friend, um, we were working through he he um he gets his work from the broker, but I also have a relationship with that broker. So when I got my truck, I just called the broker like, hey, such and such, Damien. Um, we already get work from you. I just purchased my own truck. I need some work. That would have been like I believe that was a Friday. He said, "Okay, here's what we got. Um, on Monday, you're going out." Wow. And that was that. And I wow. Went out so, on so, are you? Do you still work with that same broker, or since then have you? I have. I still brokers? do um, part time, but I have I have three different um, companies that I, I I work with. Okay. You don't want to keep all your eggs in one basket, so I just I go around and go I around. Ask the, but what's better? What's best for me? So, how do you go about getting contracts? So there's, there's, there's two ways. So you could do the way I did initially with the brokers. So you could contact a broker and a broker usually has work. They don't really have trucks. Some may, but they don't have trucks. So all they do is have, they have lots of work. So they'll, they already met with the, the larger companies like the aggregate, aggregate companies, the paving companies. So they have the work already. Okay. So you go with the broker and all the broker does is send you on the job. They already have the job. Okay. So it's quite easy. It's probably the easiest transition for someone coming into the game just to go get with a broker because you could work right away because they gotcha. have to work. Right. That's what I'm actually doing right now. I'm a broker. I use all my, my resources and I became a broker. So nice. I dispatch trucks. I have about seven, seven trucks that I dispatch. Nice. Right now, currently. Right? So, so, so now you've basically integrated to where you have your own truck and now you also have other owner operators that work through you and get work through you. Correct. Correct. Wow. wow. Right. Okay. All right. So, um, <clears throat> let me see. So, okay. So you got your truck. Now you got the work. How do you, how do you scale this business? What, 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 what what's Jada, uh, trucking, uh, empire look like in five years? What, what do you do next? In five years? I'm having three more trucks. Three okay. more trucks and as much as much um dispatches like I could possibly have. My goal is to have at least forty um uh, forty subcontracts. So forty um owner operators working under the Jada Inc. umbrella and, and three trucks for me. But within the next ten years I plan to have seven trucks. And okay. that's it for me. Okay. Seven personal trucks and 40 trucks that I dispatch. And that's it for me. Wow. Now, where'd you come up with that, with, with, with those numbers? It's just like... Seven is the... Um, seven of the God's, God's number. Right? Okay. So, I like the number seven. Seven. You see the nation, nations and gods of the earth, all right? And the seven? Right. <laughs> all right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. right. So, I'm sticking at seven. That's all I need. Um, because off of one truck, um, you should be able to gross around 150 to 200,000 dollars a year. Okay. Off of one truck. Gross. All the expenses that all depends, right? Wow. So wow. you get seven of those and you you know what I mean? So now, now let me ask you a question. In, in in that industry, do you find that it's a lot of uh price haggling like as far as like brokers trying to, you know, uh Motor, uh, owner operators trying to cut each other's throat as far as, you know, to get lower prices to get work. Yes. Does that happen a lot? That happens a lot. And how do you how do you fight that? That happens a lot, but I think once you're knowledgeable, you know what rates should the rate should be. Okay. Right. And also you have to know what your your truck can operate at, right? So my trucks don't operate for anything less than eighty five dollars an hour. Right? Okay. Because that's how you have to know your expenses. Because if I have a driver and I'm paying the driver, say twenty five dollars an hour, then the fuel may be about another twenty five dollars an hour. And then you have the expenses of the truck, maybe another $25 an hour, right? So you don't want anything less than that because then you're operating at a loss, right? So. Okay. Got you. Got you. All right. Let, 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 let's talk about branding, right? Because right. one thing I, I, I notice about you is you are a brand guy. Like, you know, I, I <laughs> super brand guy, right? Like, I mean, I, I, I know plenty of guys in the trucking business, a lot, you know, right. hundreds, hundreds of guys. And I've never seen somebody as 
audacious and bold and just right. branding like you. Why, why, why the branding, number one, and how does that help your business and why is that important to you? Well, a brand is going to live longer and more, it's more noticeable than your truck. Trucks are ubiquitous. They're everywhere, right? It's like the iPhone. Take the iPhone, for example. I love iPhone. Right. But they haven't really changed in the last eight years. Right. It's basically the same thing. But why do we love iPhone? Because it's a brand. Okay. We love the brand. We love the Apple brand. We don't really love iPhone that much. We love the Apple brand. We right. fall in love with the brand, the commercials, the, the sleekness of the design. The, oh, it's an app for that. You know, it's just branding. Branding speaks lou louder than your actual product, right? And because when people fall in love with the brand, people are also going to purchase and uh, uh, support anything that the brand does. Mm. So when Apple decides to cut away the, uh, the, 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 air, the air phone plug and tell you you need the lightning plug now, right? we're, we're going to do that anyway. Because now we're going to get rid of all of our old phones and buy a brand new iPhone 8, iPhone 9 with the, the lightning port. Because why? We like Apple. We're going to stay with them. Okay. Right? So branding to me is extremely important because it, it, it gives people a chance to notice my, my trucking and my company. And if they fall in love with my brand, they're going to support anything that I do because I'm giving out good information. It's like I listen to Gary Vee a lot and he says brand, 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 because brands are going to live longer than the actual product because there's trucks everywhere. But why my branding lets people know who I am, what our company's about, what you're getting into, what you're dealing with. And they'll be like, okay, I like, I like what that company's doing. It's, it's, um, it's transparent. I'll go work with them. Or I'll give them my money as opposed mm -hmm. to um, no offense, but say maybe Joe blows trucking or they just be <laughs> trucks. And we don't know. We don't know anything about them. They have no social media branding. They have no, no footprints, no nothing. We don't know anything about them. Right. right? I'm transparent with my branding so they can see that's, that's my, my thought on that. Right. I mean, it, 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 it definitely makes sense to me. I, I think a lot of guys need to, um, you know, adapt that mindset because I, I think a lot of times in the trucking industry, people kind of feel as, like you said, there's trucks everywhere. What is branding my truck or branding myself? How is that going to help my bottom line as far as making me money, right? Because right. It's, it's more of a B2B operation where it's business to business and right. there's real consumers, right? But, but it is because, like you said, for the bigger picture, because maybe you don't want to stop there. Maybe you want to do something else outside of that, you know, exactly. expand. And, and, and now that brand is recognizable and you have a moving billboard, you know, all, all, all over exactly. Canada, right? Exactly. So, so, so you're kind of killing two birds with one stone with that. Correct. So that, Correct. that makes a lot of sense. I, I like that. So what, what do you think is the, uh, as, as far as w with the brand, um, after the excavation, you said you want to basically build out um, the brokering. Um, right. You want to you want to get more trucks yourself that you own. What else? What else are do you plan on doing with, with this brand that you're building that you're working so hard to create? So they have another I have another segment called. So this is called Get Rich or Die Trucking. This is for the trucking industry. Okay. Now I mean for the truckers, the owner operators. Then there's also what I call Get Fit or Die Trucking. That's oh. another um, imprint. Okay. And that is basically because as truckers, we live a sedentary lifestyle. We're always sitting down. It's very unhealthy. There's mm. no, no, uh, there's unhealthy foods. The, the truck stops don't supply any workout, um, any, any gyms, any workout plans. So what I'm trying to do or what I'm going to do is implement um, a healthy eating lifestyle or wow. some, some, um, get some ingredients for, for the truckers so they can eat healthy while being on the road for hours and hours or weeks at a time. Wow. And maybe and some exercises also that they can do in the truck, outside of the truck, where they can still continue to be healthy, as opposed to just gaining weight and um, increasing uh, the the obesity rates in uh, American Canada. Wow, wow, that that's important, man. That's something I think about all the time, man. It's a lot of, especially being in the truck all the time. I mean, you're home every day, you know. Right. But with these guys who are over the road, as you know, you've been over the road before. A lot right. of a lot of unhealthy eating habits and stuff. Exactly. Like that. So exactly. yeah, so, so get rich and die trucking. Yeah, get rich or die trucking. Get rich or die. Yeah. <laughs> or die trucking. Yeah. I like that. Get rich or die trucking. Get rich yeah. or so die. That means we're basically going to get rich or die trucking. So we're going to get rich in this thing because we're not stopping. So and get rich is not just um just not just monetary, but get rich in spirit, get rich in um your thoughts, get rich in love, get rich in power, get rich just just get rich in in in, in health, get rich. Right? right. Right. Because we want, we want it's just more than just money. The money will come. If you do what you're supposed to do, the money will come. It has to come. 
that's just that's just the equation. That's the formula one. It just has to come, right? right? So just do what you have to do, and the money will come, right? And nice. as far as get and the get fit or die trucking, that's literal because if you don't get fit, you will die trucking. Right? <laughs> right. You know I mean? right. So get fit or die trucking. Emphasis on fit because you're gonna have to. You don't have to be. You don't have to be benching 480 pounds or six pack. It's just your healthy lifestyle, healthy habits, your, your, your a healthy heart. Your lungs are um, your lungs are clean and healthy. Your liver's working properly. Your mind is clear. Your th- because that also it helps you as the road because you can focus on the road now, right? You're not um, you're not you're not lethargic. You're not tired all the time, right? Your 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 reaction time is 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 on point. So right. It pays to be healthy. Nice. Let me ask you a question. What do you think about these uh, self, self-driving trucks and, 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 and moving into the future? How do you think technology is going to impact the trucking industry, specifically what you do? Well, the dump trucks, I'm not, I don't think it'll happen as quick as the semis because the dump trucks, we work usually on roads that are unassumed. They haven't been built yet. Right? Okay. So I don't think they, the, it could be maneuvered at, because they, I th- believe they use GPS gps um location to guide Technology. the trucks mm-hmm. so so the dump trucks i think we'll have a little bit of time after that but for the semis it's coming it's uh it's imminent but i don't i don't mind it because i believe if you prepare for it then you'll be good It'd right be like we don't want to be we don't want to be blockbuster when netflix is coming around the corner. right right you know what i mean exactly so I, I, right so i figure you get ahead of the game so you plan now plan for these trucks right plan to own one figure out the pricing figure out the companies figure out what you're going to do if you are owner you will not be because look when a factory shuts down the workers are impacted right the boss isn't the owner's not impacted (laughs) right right right. so how do we how do we get around that be an owner so all we have to do is get ready to own these trucks that are coming because they're coming right right? there's no way around it technology is coming right you just got to be an owner if you could prepare and plan to be able to at least get a down payment on it, do your research, and you'll be good to go, right? Embrace the change because the future is coming. People are, people are so negative towards change in the future. It has to come, right? The future is coming, right? Right. Right. Become an owner. Stop being a worker. <laughs> now nah, that's 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 so important, and 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 I and I like that you said that. Why why is it so important to become an owner and and not be a worker? Um, you can control your destiny. You, you're actually in control, right? Granted, there's more risk. However, there's more reward if done correctly. Okay. Right? But you want to be able to control the narrative because I can't be fired. I'll leave here. I'll quit. I'll pull my trucks <laughs> out of here. Right? right. You, know I mean? you can't fire me. So the power, my power isn't in your hands anymore. It's in my hands. It's right. up to me to, to, to know what I want to do with Right. So the importance of owning is is just that You're, is you have ownership. Right. You have power. No one can't tell you anything that they, you don't you don't really like. You know what I mean? Mm, gotcha. you, can't, you can't fire you. That's <laughs> important. So you you can if you have children and this and that or, or, or a wife. It's like, well, you just got fired. What are you going to do now? You're shaking it. Right. Now you're an owner. They can't fire you. And mm. becoming an owner. Now your possibilities are endless. You can own more. There's no ceiling cap when you're an owner because right. now you could partner with this person. You could take the, fi- the the revenue created in this business, transfer it over to this business. Now you have two or three businesses and you're just growing. Now you're just creating wealth, right? We want wealth. That's the, that's the point and the aim of the game. Wealth, not just riches, wealth and generation. We can't be selfish with it because if we have children, we have family, we just have people, period, right? Black people, period. Like we want to be able to pass down and create generational wealth and we can only do that by ownership. We can't do that working. Plus, income tax is the form of tax, highest form of tax out there. So the more you work, the more you're going to get taxed. That means the less that you make. Like, become an owner. Right. I mean, the same way your money. Right, 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 right. I like that. I like that. Now, I, I, was, I was on your Instagram not too long ago, and I noticed you post something. And I just want to talk about this um, in a couple of different ways. You posted something that said, um, because I'm pro-black doesn't mean I'm anti-white. Right. right. And, and, and I just want you to explain what you mean by that. Um, if you could just elaborate on that for me. Well, when you're pro black and shooting raw, um, you're rooting black, 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 black. People may misconstrue that for racism. 
you only mess with black people. Right. Why are you so in love with black people? What about us white people? Well, I'll tell you what about you guys, white people. Um, <laughs> you already have your system in place. You already right. have it. You have the knowledge already. It's, you have generational wealth. It passed down hundreds and hundreds of years. My people are lost, many of them, right? We're now trying to play catch up, right? Um, so what I'm trying to do is just motivate my people. That's it. It's not about me. I have great white friends. Like, I don't even call them white friends. I just have great friends. Friends. They're, there you they're, go. They're friends, right? But they just happen to be white. Like, I have, but they, even they get, I was talking to my, my homie, Darren, and he was like, I want to do some business together with you. And I, he's like, I noticed you have your, your, your black page, though, is that with, uh, um, the stuff to do with your, with your black people. It's like, would that be a hindrance if I was to come in? I'm like, nah, fam. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I'm like, I'm like, my, I'm like, I just have a love for black people. He's like, I get it. That's what he said. He's like, I get it. Right. The ignorant ones won't understand. Understand. They right. Won't get it, but I get it. Right. And that's why I love him. It's like he gets it. Right. You know what I mean. So, no, nah, it's just. So I'm just trying to love my people. Got you. So, so I asked that question to kind of segue into how, how does race play a part in 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 business? I mean, do do you as a black man do you find it more difficult to to get work? Do you? Does you feel that it's, it's, you know, same as your other peers? Like, does it play a part at all? Um, it can. Um, I don't believe I've had that issue because I always, like I said, I always go, I always go into the, I go into any situation with the ability and the, the thought power, like, I got this, I can do this. Okay. But I do see the racism because, okay, like right now, there's the, I would say like the East Indians, they, they basically run the truck industry right now, especially in Canada. And it's no, it's no secret that many of them, not all, so don't come for me. Many <laughs> of them do not like black people. They don't like us. Okay. Right? Okay. So they control the trucking industry. So they don't like when they see some of us don't don't like when they see other black people on the on the job. So they might give you if you if you go into a certain broker, they might give you bullshit jobs. They okay. Might give you shitty jobs, jobs that no one wants but it still has to get done because they're going to get paid anyway, but our trucks may be ruined or, and then we'll, 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 we'll always get, we'll take the pickets no matter what, because we need the money. Okay. Right. So that's how race may come into and, or, or they may uh, short pay you. So the job, job is $85 an hour. They might tell you it's 72 mm. but because you don't know you're getting the low end and you know, they're, they're winning. Got you. Now, now, like I said, I've been in this game for a long time, just like you have. And over the years, I've noticed um, the complexion kind of changing a little bit, right? When I first entered into the industry, um, it was white male dominated, um, right. probably, you know, uh, 40s, 50s. That was, you, you, you know, your, your, your typical truck driver. Right. Um, nowadays, you see a lot of young black men getting into the industry. Um, you see, like you said, Indians. Um, you see all different cultures coming in. Um, but I still feel like, um, we can get more black men into trucking. How do you feel that we kind of get the word out to, to, to get these young men into this industry to realize that there's money out here to get, and th there's an opportunity here in this industry. How, how, how do we do that? Exactly what I was, you were speaking about, about branding. We got a branded problem mm. now. Um, uh, like we, I'm an 80s baby, right? So okay. our generation, we're, we're fly by nature. There you we, go. The hip hop, right? right? We like the big rise, the jewelry, this and that. We have to show these youngins that you can still be fly and get this money. There's right. as much money in this as there is in the streets, much safer, if not more sometimes, right? So I think because I think, I think they all think that uh, trucking is, is for old folk, it's boring, it's this and that. Right. No. You could you could shine up your your, your truck. You, you put tint on your truck. You can right. make you have chrome rims on your truck. There's lights. There's systems on your truck. You know what I mean? And make five to six thousand dollars a week. Right. Right. I th so I think that's how you get them. We have to appeal to the. We have to appeal to them because it's like, I, I can't go in there singing and telling them about, uh, about jazz. The, 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 the young generation don't care nothing about no jazz. They care about hip hop. Right. So you, have to, you have to appeal to the younger generation. You have to you just have to appeal to them. Show them it's cool. Show them it's fly. They'll be like, okay, we can get with that. And that's what I'm doing on my gram. It's like, yo, we fly trucking out here. 
Right. You can still wear your jewelry. You can still, you can get fitted. You can get right. Right. You can still make money. Hang with your folks. Right. So I think that's one of the ways that we can uh, get these youngins into uh, the trucking and just promote, 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 man. That's it. Branded trucking. That's it. Definitely, definitely. So, what would you tell a young uh, a, a young guy who just got his license? Um, what guidance would you give him as far as navigating this trucking game? As far as getting those, you know, that first couple months or that first year in, like, what, what, what? How, how would you say he should start to, and to get on the road to figuring out what his niche is and what he wants to do in the industry? Save his money. Save as much as you can. Listen. Learn as much as you can because. Just ask a bunch of questions. Follow people who, who are going in your direction. Just ask a bunch of questions. Learn the business as much as you can. Save your money. And then just learn, read, read and learn about ownership, about business. And then I, I would say just go from there. Just, 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 just read and learn. <laughs> I can't stress it enough. Ownership. That's ultimately what you want to get in here to do, to own. Right? right? Just own. Even if you want to drive by yourself, but at least you own the truck, right? You could hire somebody else, like just ownership. So I would say get in, drive for a year, um, figure out what is that, if this is what you want to do. You want to do long haul, you want to do dump truck, you want to be local, just figure out what you want to do and, uh, and just go from there. But just always to be an owner in something, owner. Right, right. And, 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 and you feel, what, what, other, what other industries do you feel are, are, are lucrative aside from what you do? Are there any other suggestions that you have for, for young guys coming into the game? Um, I would say coding. Okay. Coding. And that's Code. also, that's the, that's the new thing of the future. Okay. Computer programming. Okay. Coding. Yes. Have you ever thought of any, any, any ideas as, as far as technology that can help enhance what you're doing on a, on a daily basis? I know you have because you're smiling. So yeah. I, I know you, you're probably working yes. on something right now as we speak. I am working on something. <laughs> I'm not sure if I should. I'll tell you after. But okay. It's, um, yeah, I am working on something. I, I want to keep it on a rasp for somebody with more money and more um, opportunity than me. Goes okay. Out and the idea. Okay. But yes, I do have something where technology will enhance this this industry, like immensely. Nice, yeah. nice. Got you. All right. Um, just want to touch on a little bit more mindset mindset stuff real quick. Um, talk about goals. Talk about set, setting goals for me. Um, why that's important to you, and um, and and why people need to set goals, or or is it important to set goals? It's extremely important. I I'll say it like this. I was reading something. Can't remember what book it was from, and it was like, well, it's picture it like the analogy of a boat. Now, if you just have a boat, a cruise ship, and you just in the middle of the ocean, no thrusters, no no map, no destination, no nothing, it's just sitting there. The wind and the water is gonna take it wherever. It's gonna drift wherever. So you don't know where it's gonna go. Where you're gonna end up. Anywhere you can end up in South Africa, you can end up in Timbuktu, you can end up in Miami. You don't <laughs> right. know where it's going because you don't have a sail, you don't have any guidance, no anything. But okay. if you have a, a destination, let's say we're going to Barbados, yeah, yeah, we're going to Barbados, then we know we have to go. Okay, I have to go down maybe 500 miles this way, 300 miles that way, and a couple of days I'll end up in Barbados, right? Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. That's important because without a goal, you can't get to your destination. And if you do get there, it's going to be by luck or it's going to be like 10 years down, 10 years too late. Goals let keep you on track, right? It's like a checklist, okay? I, this is what I have to do. This is what I need to get. This is what, okay, bye. Check off every, every step you go. Check. Make sure that you stay on track. Goals are extremely important, man. And it also gives you a boost of confidence when you check off goals. Right. You know? That's true. You're like, yeah, I got it. Bomb. So that's <laughs> like a, a chemical a chemical um, reaction goes off in the brain. It makes you feel good. You want to com uh, complete more goals, right? So right. it's extremely important. Goals are important. Okay. All right, cool. So I got, I got a couple questions I want to ask you, just kind of random things just to kind of fill you out, all right? You, you all, right. all right. So tell me something that's true, right, but nobody agrees with you on it. Uh, something that's true, but nobody agrees with you. That the government is spraying chemtrails in the air and that they can make it rain. <laughs> no one believes me, right? Okay. okay. <laughs> no one believes me. I like just that conspiracy one. theories. Okay. Right? So it'll it'll tell you like if you go outside right now and it's a clear and it's a clear day, 
right? Uh, and it's, if the rain set, if the, the forecast is going to rain in two to three days, just look outside and you might see a plane or a couple of planes flying by and there's going to be a trail behind them. And in a couple of minutes or a couple of, yeah, about maybe 10, 20 minutes, that, those trails actually expand. Okay. They become rain clouds. Wow. Rain. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. So you've had plenty of debates about that one, right? Plenty. <laughs> Guys like, man, you're crazy, man. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. All right. So t tell me this. When you're not in the truck, what are you doing? Um, I'm reading or I'm, I'm trying to figure out what other businesses I can start, how <laughs> I can create more wealth. I, just, I feel like I'm catching, I have to catch up. Those two years really knocked me, knocked me back. Not just, not just financially, but like mentally, because I'm like, when, when it really kicked in, I'm like, yo, I wasted a whole lot of time. Wow. I can't waste any more time. So I'm just thinking of businesses. What can I do? Who can I partner with? How can I get my people to work together? Right. Because there's, 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 there's um, the power in numbers. Right, right, right. Do you, do you feel like, because I'm, I'm the same way. I'm always thinking about multiple businesses. And a lot of times it's kind of like you have that, uh, that thing where you think about so many different things. It's like you're chasing more than one rabbit. You end up kind of right. not getting where it's like you kind of go crazy. Do you ever, right. feel, you ever feel that? Or, or is it kind of like I, you're able I to focus to. on one thing? And Yeah, I'm able to focus now because I just had this conversation with my friend last night, to be honest. I told him, you have to focus on just one or two things. So what I'm doing right now, I'm focusing on business that are maybe branched off from trucking, right? So it's okay. all in the socket. So t-shirts maybe, um, um, brokering, uh, a tire company. I'm trying to start wow. uh, like a tire repair company because I have a friend, um, Jay's Tire Service. He's always in my, in my, in my, uh, my stories. I always, I always shot him. I, I only okay. do it, right? Okay. So I okay. want to be able to partner with him and maybe franchise under his truck on his um his tire business because what he does he services all truck truck tires buses any commercial tractors stuff like that so there's always a need for tires okay right definitely so always a need for tires exactly so my <laughs> businesses are right now are surround are um are all connected through trucking because I think it's an easy transition because right. I have right. Like so why go why go start a rap, a rap label right when you when you exactly. so vested in into the trucking business and I think that's one thing that that our people especially we 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 have that problem like we kind of veer off the path the path a little bit right we have something good going but we we have these things that we want to do passion projects or or what have right. you and we kind of move off of you know building up what we already have the brand that we've already built exactly we'll throw away our we'll throw away our diamond right or a diamond in the rough for a stone that's already cut and shiny at the jeweler, <laughs> right? But we have a, an uncut, untouched, unpolished gem. Right. We don't really realize or understand what we really have because right. we're not taking the time to polish it. Right. We haven't taken the time to cut it. We want to go to where it's already cut and already shined. Right. We're already right, looking right. to profit off that. Nah, we got it right here. So what I'm doing, I'm just sticking to the trucking for now and, and um, I'm branching off around trucking because trucks, are extremely important. I don't think people understand how important trucks are. Like, you know, but people, you wouldn't eat. Right. You wouldn't sleep. Right. You wouldn't drive. Right. Shoot. If it comes off a plane, if it comes off a boat or a train, a truck got it there. Right. right? Your cars, the phones that we're speaking on, trucks brought it there. Right. We're living in a house, thank a trucker. Because we did, we did the excavation. We brought the material there to get it to lay the foundation. Tracked the trailers and flatbeds brought the, the, the bricks and we brought everything, so it's extremely important. So why not own a piece of something that's so important? It's right. almost like an essential business. Right. It's the backbone of the economy, man. It all, it all, it all starts with, with trucking. Right, but it's not marketed to us. Right. Yeah, so yeah. We don't know. You're absolutely right. It's funny, you know, when you, you meet other guys in the industry, it's kind of like, like, like how'd you end up here? Because nobody knows about this underground right. of trucking. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, I know... I, I grew up an 80s baby just like you, you know, and my perception of the truck driver was definitely not me. They, they, they didn't exactly. look like me or they didn't look like you. So I would right. have never thought that I would get into the trucking business. I kind of just fell into it by mistake. You know what right. I mean? I, I was at a point to where I was unemployed looking for something to do and I went and got my CDL because they were offering right. it free. You know what I mean? Okay. So I, I just kind of fell into the business and then I got into the management side of things, but I would have never thought about being a truck driver right. or, or being a, uh, in the trucking industry at all. 
if, if because right. it's not marketed in school, nobody talks about it. But exactly. there's billions and billions of dollars being transferred, you know, annually yeah. in this industry. And like you said, everything I think in comes 2017, from. 2017, they said. Um, 2017, it said the the and revenues were seven point seven hundred something billion dollars. Right. In right. 2017. That was revenue. Seven hundred revenue. That's how revenue. Much did, how much as a black? How much as a race of black people? As owners, do we get it at? Right, right, not, not, a, not a lot. You're right, you're right, and and and, and there's a shortage, right? The, the freight, exactly. freight, freight is up. You know what I mean? The jobs are up, but there's there's a shortage of drivers and there's a shortage exactly. of people out there. So it's it's really something that's wide open. Yeah, it needs to be marketed, man. Look, you talk about rapping. Some of your favorite rappers own trucking businesses. I listen to um, Made Man. Made Man owns dump trucks. He's from Atlanta. Okay. Little Dirk owns or little Dirk owns trucks. Okay. He owns um, um semi trailers and, and, and stuff like that. And right. A couple of the rappers, they actually own trucks. They just don't talk about it because I don't know why it's not the cool thing. They'd rather talk about popping bottles and buying the Lambos and that, but not tell you how I'm actually getting to pop a bottle and lamb. Because not all rap music, they own trucks. Right. They own other businesses, right? So right. Businesses, man. And they're probably seeing more financially off of those businesses than they are off of music. Because as we know Definitely. now, with music, with the streaming and stuff like that, man, these guys aren't seeing the money that, you know, exactly. they may have back in the day. I mean, really, the music industry has always been a facade. You know, right. it, there's Facts. really never been a lot of money in the music industry. Right. At least what it looks like there is. You know what I mean? Right. right. All right. So let me ask you some more questions here. So what's an app, uh, uh, app on your phone that you can't live without? What's, a, what's an app on your phone? <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. How, how, how much time you spend on Instagram, man? You ever look oh, at your, uh, you ever look God. at the, 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 the thing that, that uh, populates all the time you spend on the gram? I say I probably do like four hours, four hours daily on the gram. But the thing is, you're being productive on Instagram. Exactly. That's right. What I be telling, that's what I be telling Shorty. Because she be thinking I'll be here on the gram just liking and scrolling. Right. You know, I'm actually doing stuff. Right. right. So right. then I actually set I so I set my time to respond to to messages. So I don't I don't I set a time to post because so I don't be on there all day. So I'm I'm quite disciplined on the gram. So okay. I'll go on there and I'll set, look at certain things or there'll be a certain time when people will get uh, I'll respond, even look in the DMs. Unless I know like say like it's you and we have to we have to go meet with this, I'll answer those. But right. other than that, if it's not within that time, I'm not answering it because I want to be disciplined in my throughout my day. Got you, you know got me? you. Smart, smart. Yeah. So what, what aren't you good at? Uh, what is Superman's being, weaknesses? What's your crypto? Being, being realistic. Mm. I'm a dreamer. I'm mm. a dreamer. I think anything could be done. I think it's all possible. So right. I'll run out thinking I can do it. Sometimes right. I can't do it. And right. sometimes I can't. I won't be like, I won't. Nah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I have a problem saying I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? I think right, I can do right, everything. Right, 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 But I mean, you know what? To me, realistic isn't even a word, man. Get rid of that word. Thank you. Because like you said, anything Thank is you. possible. You know, anything is exactly. possible. You put your mind to it. Right. You, Thank you, you very much. You don't have to be realistic at all. So you, right. you, you, men you mentioned some people earlier, um, you know, different people that you, that you listen to. Um, who, who, do you, who do you look up to? I like I like Damon John. Damon John, Shark Tank, Fubu. Yeah. yeah okay. Shark Tank, Fubu guy. Yeah. Okay. I love that guy. What about him? What about him? I like that he went from nothing to something and still kept him. He's mm. still black, but he's he's classy with it. But he's not washed. He's has he hasn't he's not too far gone. Right. I, I can still relate to him as being a black man, but it's still a businessman with class. Right. Right. You're right. I like that because I think I think it's important to have balance. Like me, I could go to the hood right now. I'm straight. You know what I mean? I still got my love. I'll roll through. But I could also leave here and go to like a business meeting with my suit. I know how to articulate and speak proper. Right? Mm. So I think I have a balance without losing myself. Okay. Right? It wouldn't be like, oh, he's fake. Nah, I can. I, can, I just know how to operate. And I think that's important because some people can't do both. Mm. Right? Yeah, have that balance. It's like Jay-Z has a song. I'm, um, Young enough to know the right car to buy, but but old enough not to put rims on it. There you, you know go. I mean? There you go. There that, you go. That's how I live. Right. So I like that. Yeah. Damon John definitely does like walk that line perfectly. Even like when yeah. you're watching the show Shark Tank and all that, he still has his swagger. 
you know what I mean, right. about him. Right. But he's able to be in the room with with, with those sharks and and, exactly. and do his exactly. thing. And and, exactly. and he definitely fits right in. Yeah. And another one I like to right now. Well, I've always loved Nip. That's my homie. Nipsey. That's my love homie. Okay. But I like what Jay Z has done, not just because of the billionaire status. I may not necessarily always like his music, but his moves, his right. business moves, right, and what what he stands for. Like he's he's always supporting the people, no matter what he's supporting. And he's if you go back and listen to his music, he told you exactly what he was going to do. It's yes. only now if you look listen to his music, you'll see that what he said maybe five ten years ago, he's actually doing now. Right, right, right? And, and and it's and it's crazy because it almost seems like Jay Z had this whole thing planned from the beginning, man. It's like and he did. It's 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 like he came into the game, you know, as your your regular hip hopper. You know what I mean? Talking right. about the the women and popping bottles and cars right. and whatever. And he slowly got in there. He was a spook set by the door, and he slowly right. made the transition. You know, everybody thought he was ignorant, and they but right. but you were ignorant to feel that they were using him, but he was right. really using them. Using them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and he was able to get into these doors, and now he's totally flipped the script to where it's all black everything. Exactly. Because <laughs> now it's too late, for him, too late to stop him. Right, right. And and now it's, it's too late to stop him. So you got to definitely, like, you got to applaud him, man, the way he's done that. I mean, to come from where he came from, his circumstances. Exactly. I mean, that's like, that, that that we'll probably never see that again in, in, in our lifetime. Right. That's something to look up to, man. That's something to admire. He did yeah. it. I mean, I like, I, he has a, a lyric and he says, Cameron Mizaka goes, but he's like, he, he had to dumb down his knowledge for the, he has to dumb down his knowledge basically. And they criticized me for it, but yet they all still yell holler. <laughs> he basically was like, yo, what I was thinking, the people weren't ready for it. I was too intelligent for them. Right. Like the hip hop community wouldn't listen to what I thought I was crazy. So I had to dumb my shit down. Right. Speak about the bottles and the hoes and this and that. So you guys would feel me, but then slowly, as you see, he slowly just transition into the man that he is now. It's like, okay, I get it now. But right. Yeah, you're right. You right. I mean, intelligent guy. Do you think you'd ever you you would ever transition into like a, a into a motivational speaker or anything like that? Would that be something you'd be interested in going on? Yes. Stage, touching the people. Yes. Yes. Okay. I want to okay. do that. I think I'm going to do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm do that. I mean, you kind of already are doing it. You know what I mean? If, right. if anybody goes on your social media, I mean, you're, you're, you're motivating, you're talking, you're inspiring. Right. So, I mean, you're already doing it. It's just probably a matter of transitioning to a stage. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that's all part of my branding also. So we, it goes back to the importance of branding. The brand is going to allow me to do much more than just drive a truck. Because now with my brand, they'll understand, they'll notice, like you said, I'm inspiring, I'm motivating. So if I could do that on a on a on a a skill that I am now, it makes it easier for me to transition into on the stage because they'll be able to see I have a following of Instagram followers or YouTube and this and that. I already have an audience, so I'd be able to draw a crowd wherever I go, right? So, yeah, it's gotcha. all about branding. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, so, so you got your you get rich or die trucking T-shirt on. Where where can people find find it if 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 they wanted to purchase that and support? Thank you. So they can head on over to the website, jadatruckingempire.com. Okay. And they have the, the gears over there. They can book a consultation if they need to, to learn how to get into the industry. Okay. Um, yeah. You do consultations as well. And how does that normally work? I do. So they'll, like I said, they'll go on um, onto the, the website, click on consultation, look, book that. And they get a, we, a telephone consultation where I go through the plans and what you need to get into the industry, what like your permits, your licenses, what type of trucks. Um, I, I suggest the, the, the trucks that you should get for what type of jobs, how to land contracts, et cetera. And just, yeah. Got you, I got you. And, and, and you kind of help them out like as a mentor from there. Like, you know, once, yes. once you have that relationship, you guys build that rapport and then you kind of right. date them and, and help them see it through. Right, yes, okay. exactly. Okay, got you. So we'll definitely plug um, the link to the clothing line um, yes. on the show notes, as well as a link. Uh, so, and all that is on the same website, correct? Yeah, all on the same website. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So is there anything that I, I should have asked you, anything that I didn't ask you that you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, I think you did a great job. What I just want to tell you, I, just, I want to say to the people, like, as black people, we just need to work together. That's it. If you notice any, as cliche as that sounds, we've been hearing this for so long, 
But as cliche as that sounds, I don't think our people understand the urgency of us working together and owning something, right? I'm, and that's anything, real estate, what is restaurants, work, anything. I'm just in the trucking industry, so I'm telling you about the trucking because now we can dominate a trucking industry. If there's 500 people that, that own trucks or, or two, some may own two, some may own 10, we probably have like 1,500 dump trucks somewhere, uh, a cumulative. Um, we can now control the dollar. So now we can go to a company. Okay, let's say, let's say you have, let's say you have five dump trucks, and I have seven dump trucks, and then my friend has four dump trucks, and another person has two dump trucks. Right now, instead of instead of I'm I go into the company and say, well, I have seven dump trucks. They'll be like. Okay, that's cool. Let me give you some work. If you go with your five dump trucks and you say, I have five dump trucks, I want to get some work. They'd be like, they could give you work, but it won't be big. Now, if I go and say, well, we have, we have 40 dump trucks. They'd be like, okay, we could give you that government contract because they know that they have, we have enough trucks to service and supply the, um, the order. Right? Mm. So they'll give you more work and a bigger contract because you actually have more trucks. Now we don't need to personally own all those trucks, but if we all come together, then we all have those trucks. Those trucks are all gonna go out on that contract. Then it looks like we have 40 trucks. Now we're gonna get the contracts. Wow. Now we can do everything because now then now you can go set the prices on anything, right? Because now we're, we're going direct to the consumer. We're going directly, we're going directly to the plug. Right. 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 So now they, they can't rob, the brokers can't rob us, the other races can't rob us because we're actually getting the conscious, we're getting the job. Now we're creating wealth because we own this thing. Now, let's say, let's say we grow from 40, we have maybe 100 trucks. Now you could take over a, a, a whole city, mm. right? Mm. A whole city. Right. You know what right. I mean? Now we can yeah. say, let's say, let's say, um, let's say it's, um, it's you're, 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 you're the one with the contract. Right. So let's say truck and hustle, the truck and hustle company. Right. We'll go into, let's say, Miller Paving, Miller Paving. And they'll say truck and hustle has 50 trucks. We got a contract making $90 an hour. Right. So now all these trucks are going to make $90 an hour. Right. Because I'm still, still going to get paid on the JD Inc. These guys are going to get paid on. They're still getting their regular paycheck, but it's more. They went in there with just five trucks. Right. We're all working together. Right. And that's the thing I'm trying to show people. Like, we can just work together. Like, if we just all come together and say, we're going to go attack that, we're going to go attack that. Now we can get those contracts. Mm. Now the money's ours. We have city contracts, mm. we have government contracts, we have a Walmart contract, we have a, a let's say, Manaby Homes or a, a big home building. We have those contracts directly. Right. No middleman. Right. It's us. Right. You know what right. I mean? So that's the importance of us. I was working together and hurrying up. And I was just talking to my um, a, a female friend today, actually, in the truck. And I was noticing I do a lot of, we go to a lot of homes. We, uh, we build a lot of homes. Right. And I'm seeing lots of buildings going up everywhere. And I'm like, we're going to get left behind if we don't start owning something. Mm. Because I'm doing, I may be doing the excavation for this 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 mall that's going up, but or I may be doing excavation for this subdevelopment of these homes that's going up. But I don't have a home. I'm not I'm not owning a home. Right, right. I right. think we're missing out. I think is is this is we're in the we're in we're in a great generation right now. The wealth transfer is happening. This right. is the this is the time of entrepreneurship. Right, right. It's never been seen before. It's open. The floodgates are wide open right now for us right. to take advantage of it, for us right. to own. Because once they figure out how to cap all this entrepreneurship, it's a wrap. It's going to go back to where the, the bosses own everything right. and become workers. Right? right. And I say it like this. Let's say, let's say before the, the dot-com bubble, there was people just working. Let, let's take the rap, the, the, the entertainment industry. Before, you couldn't just go make a song on your computer and, mm. and upload it to SoundCloud. And mm -hmm. blow up. Right. You couldn't be a soldier boy. Couldn't be a Sheck West. You couldn't be an A Buggy. Couldn't. You had to be a Jay Z who got signed. You had to be a Tupac who got signed. You couldn't just enter. Right. Now the gates are opened up with the technology for you to just enter. Now everyone's getting wealthy. 
Right. You got Instagram models. You got Instagram influencers. We have, we, we, we're doing, you're doing podcasting. That's a business. Right. You know what I mean? So right. it's all open right now. And it's a chance for everyone to just go in and go hard because once they figure out how to cap all this stuff, it's a wrap. Wow. Now, now you're out for another hundred years, maybe another 50 years, hundred years. And you can't just go and own anything anymore because that, that door has been closed right now. You could, you could invest in anything. You can invest in Uber. Uber's a startup. Look at that. Like there's so much things that are just the opportunity is there. There's an energy over the universe that's there. And we just have to do it. You know what I mean? Right now. We wow. can own homes right now. Right. You and I could go put five, ten thousand dollars each and go own a home right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like right now. We could right. do that a couple of years ago. Right. We might not be able to do we don't know when it we just don't know. Right. right. I just work together like I could ramble on and on about just just importance of just working together, right? I was looking at it like this also. Many of my people, we don't want to. We all want to be the boss. So I may not want to share anything or do business with you because why am I doing here? He's gonna make more money than me, or right. I I don't want him making as much money as me. I want to be like, yo, I got this myself. Why? People want a hundred percent of a million as opposed to maybe ten percent of eight billion. <laughs> right, 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 right. You right, know what I mean? Right. You're looking at the percentage, not the value. Right. You gotta look at the value. Right. I'd give up I'd give up all that. Like Jeff Bezos, the wealthiest man in the world right now. He only owns sixteen percent, I believe, of Amazon. And he has billions of dollars. Right. At sixteen percent. He's still the um the majority shareholder, but it's only sixteen percent. So I think once our people or people in um people in general understand the value of something, then it'll be much better. We could work together because we'd be able to control so much, so mm. much more. Just work together. Wow. As cliche as it is, work together, man. That's wow. it. What you, I can't take away from you because I can't do what you do and you can't do what I do. So right. you're not going to take any money from my, from my mouth and, I, and vice versa. I can't take it because I can't do what you do. We're only enhancing each other's skills. Right. That's it. Right. We're shining light on our skills. We're going to eat more. Right? Yeah. Come on, man. man so that's what I be trying to tell these people. You you killing it, man. You dropping some bombs right now, man. And I mean, seriously, what, what he just now said, the, the way he just now put that, I couldn't have put it any better myself, man. And, and it's so important for us to work together. And, um, you know, this is kind of what this is right now. I mean, I reached out to you. I, I don't know you. You don't know me. But I reached out to you and you were more than happy and gracious enough to, to, to do this with me. And I mean, this is a beginning of a relationship. Who knows where it's going to go? Right? And and this is what it's about, man. Just 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 opening up new doors and opportunities for us to grow and 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 just do new things, man. You know, exactly. and, and just be creative. You know, just just be yes, creative. Sir. So yes, I, I mean, I mean, you you have said so much today. Um, I really appreciate. It. I think that's a great note to end things on. Um, like I said, I, I'll definitely put. Um, all, all your information, all the, the, the links in the show notes okay. so people can reach you. Um, tell people how to find you on Instagram again and anywhere else that they can find you. Yeah, so my Instagram is Jada underscore trucking underscore empire. J-A-D-A underscore trucking underscore empire. And my website is jadatruckingempire.com. All right. There you go. There you have it. And you fo follow that man. He already has a whole bunch of followers already. So, you know, you guys are already late. <laughs> You're already late <laughs> to the party. <laughs> hey, come on in. We still got some more food for y'all. But there you go. Hey, do you have anybody else I should be talking to, man? Who I, I need some more like-minded people like yourself. Maybe we could talk, talk, talk off air. Man, I like, I love trucking Justin. Okay. I love, I love what. Shout to trucking Justin. I, I, yeah. I've definitely seen him out there. Love those guys. I love what um, Sandy and Packy are doing. You know what's crazy? I want to give a special shout out to Hooded Space Step because okay. everything happens for a reason, right? And we'll end with this. But everything oh. happens for a reason. Okay. And I, you, you meet people and you don't know why because, but nothing's ever by coincidence. Everything's a divine appointment, right? So when right. I came home from jail, I was I had my Instagram. It wasn't nothing really. It was just whatever. And I seen Hooded Space. I don't know how it popped up. I'm not sure how it, uh, how it popped up on the gram, but I messaged him and I just basically told him, yo, I appreciate what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I like that. I just came home from jail, um, yada, yada, yada. And 
he replied and he's like, man, I just, can I repost this or can I post this? I'll just take your name out. I said, yeah, you can repost that because it's my truth. Right, right, like, right. Now you don't even have to take my name out, man. You, <laughs> you can just tag me in it. You know, right. not thinking. Right. And from then, my, my followers started to blow up, blow up. And it was like, he helped, he actually helped me to be able to have a voice. Wow. He, he was the one of the, I, he was one of the reasons. If it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't be at this point here that I am right now. Wow. So I want to say a special thank you to um to Packy and those those guys over Hood Estate. They don't even know I felt I've always felt like that. They don't they didn't even know. Wow, they, that's great. I realized that if it wasn't for if it wasn't for them and what he did, I wouldn't have be able to reach the people that I'm reaching now. So wow. yeah, you never know. Thank him to, thank him for that. And that's thank you, man. I appreciate this opportunity. Oh, man, no problem yeah. at all. Thank you so much, man. You're, you're, you're such a humble brother, man. You have such a light, such a great spirit. And I, and, and I know you're going to go far. That's without doubt. It, I mean, things are just getting started for you. I, I, I could see Get Rich or Die trucking all over, you know, the United States soon as well as Canada. I mean, your, your brand is going to blow up, man, because you definitely have that. You have that it factor you know what i mean and 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 your mindset is incredible and i mean it's it's, it's, we need more brothers like you out here and like i said this is the start of 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 a journey for me and you know and and maybe a couple a a couple months or so i'd love to have you back on to see where things are at see see what new things you've done by by then i'd have more people on the show and um you know we're just going to keep on building man keep on making it happen If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love. Truck and hustle.